exactly why I didn't want to talk about it. Because my first reaction was, no, that's something you don't talk about. That's right. something you close up and you smile and you do whatever you can to not let other people think that you feel that way. And I think the second point you wrote, because I hide in busyness, ties back to that too. Like when you really don't want to talk about these things, you know, you're like, hey, how are you doing when you should be saying, like, you know, I've been feeling a little down lately and blah, blah, blah. You just say, oh, yeah, I've just been really busy. I've been, I've been doing a lot, you know, just to like not talk about these big issues. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. which is so crippling. It's like um, tying yourself up and then being confused as to why you can't move when you were the one who tied yourself up. This is the JLB Podcast, Conversations to Expand the Mind. I was on the air with you, Furcon, how many, two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. That was right after I got back to LA. And then this period that I'm talking about in this article of loneliness was like right after that session for the next week was just this period of, I mean, I guess loneliness might be different for a lot of people, but for me, it's this crushing feeling of kind of silence um, and like a void that you feel the need to fill. And I do it through meaningless entertainment and through sleeping too much, because it's like a way to shut off that, that feeling. Um, where now, and this is a really unique time to have this conversation because now I am doing like top of the world. You know, we were just talking right before this about somebody I met earlier who just inspired me to live a different type of life than I think I even have imagined. And I consider myself to imagine a pretty big life. Um, so it's a really interesting dichotomy, the, the memory of what that was like right after our session, um, and then now how I feel. Uh, so I'm curious, in the article, I, I tried to keep it personal uh, to talk about ways that I felt in my loneliness, because it's the only thing I can speak to. What parts to you seemed, what you said, relevant um, in your own life? Right. Well, that's the thing about loneliness. It's like it's a personal thing. You can't really, you know, it's up to you to figure out what the reasons are for your loneliness. And I was reading each one. The one the first I mean, I literally every single like as I was reading them, I was like the first one that really is me. And then the second one, I was like, whoa, this is also very applicable. The third one I was like, oh, my goodness, this is like check, check, check every single one. The first one that really the part that stick that stick, stuck out to me about the crushing weight of nothing was that. You know, especially in the summertime, this is something that I feel like I experience a lot because during the school year, you have a lot of things that occupy your time, that keep your mind busy. You have like these people that you see every day and all of a sudden it stops all at once. And then you're in the summer and it's kind of up to you to manage your time, figure out what to do with your time, you know, reach out to people. And like, that's something that's like harder in the summertime because you have a lot of time and you just like, it's just a lot of nothingness. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of time, like it's stretched out. So that that part really i really resonated with so for the for the filling of the um that void that comes so that's kind of a way to preempt the loneliness almost is understanding that there are periods where you're just going to feel different because your environment changes like uh in the article i was talking about the difference between living in the ucla structure as a student who is needed by a ton of things um, versus and then i graduated so my ties to a lot of things were either severed or very much change the dynamic of that relationship um the difference between that and then now where I, i'm 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 living a life that is 100 dictated by what i say and what i want which then it puts the responsibility on you to actually say something to actually want something to actually pursue something and that can be really scary for a lot of people terrifying um and then you, there can be two reactions right so you can embrace that and 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 actually embrace the fear because uh, it is it's it's fear it's fear inducing um or you can shut down, which is what I was doing oh, two weeks ago, uh, right after our session, um, shutting down and then and, and kind of like loathing yourself almost 
uh, and feeling bad for yourself. And then, of course, I wanted to be happy and I wanted to be better. But when you chase the happiness directly, like the feeling better, I haven't found um, satisfaction in chasing the happiness straightforward. Does that make sense? It makes total sense because I f- that makes a lot of sense to me because, you know, in the summer I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like nothing's going on. I'm just going to cut myself off. Like I'm not going to text anybody. I'm not going to like reach out to anybody because I'm just I just don't feel happy. You mm-hmm. know, I just feel sad. I'm like I'm just in nothingness. And like that kind of only makes it worse. I feel like just because like you're it's like self-inflicted. And I don't know why that is, but it's just a thing that like it's like a spiral. I feel like and it's kind of like up like you were mentioning realizing your sp- state of mind, like checking in with yourself. And that's something that I feel like I need to do more and a lot of people should do, do more, like maybe meditate in the morning. That's something that I really, really should do. Um, it's just, you know, it's just like building habits. You just gotta yeah. build, you just gotta keep it up. And I feel like just checking in with yourself to realize what your situation is and like, you know, understanding why things are happening at that certain moment in time. Oh, 100%. And actually, um, that was one of the realizations I came to uh, about a week ago at the end of, you know, that period, that week or so of kind of just awful, awful loneliness was the realization that this wasn't like a freak force out of left field that is oppressing me and I'm a victim. I'm doing this to myself. It's a mindset. It's a lack of checking in with yourself. It's a lack of honesty with yourself. Um, And it's not that where I am today, I didn't meet 100 new people and have 100 new friends and have people filling my life um, as compared to a week ago when I was lonely. It's the understanding of what was causing that, which was those, those, those reasons in there. Um, and then addressing those things and not just understanding them, um, which I think, and this is just a, a feeling I have that there are a lot of UCLA students, um, or there are a lot of people period, but within the demographic of UCLA students who don't understand how to go through this and they don't understand how it is a solvable, um, thing. What do you think about that? And I think that also, but it's also like, I agree hundred percent. They just don't know the next steps to take to get out of that situation which I think that's why your articles really help a lot of people, I feel like. Uh, another thing is, like, realizing that it's okay to be, like, by yourself. Yes. And just, like, as you, I, think you said, I think you said needing yourself, which, you know, it makes sense because, like, you know, we're all in all these clubs and a lot of people, like, look to you for, like, answers and, like, things. But, like, when that stuff, is, that stuff stops, they don't really reach out to you. And I'm like, are these relationships fake? Are they based on, like, mm-hmm. working together and stuff like that? And I think it's important to, like, check and, like, work on yourself, mm-hmm. you know? That's a big thing for, like, a lot of people in the summer that they should do like you know these people are going to be back in the fall if you haven't graduated and just like taking the time to like focus on yourself during the summer which is something that you can't really do during the school year if you're needed by a lot of people Mm -hmm. and that's what something i've been doing since graduating um so i'm in this awkward not awkward it's kind of actually wonderful period of um limbo between graduating and between you know what you're supposed to do work and all that stuff i'm working but it's a different type of work Um, one of the things that has been hammered into me by people that I trust is take the time to be with yourself. I mean, I I think it's Warren Buffett who says he spends 80% of his time with himself and his own thoughts, reading, absorbing by himself, um, because that's where his, his value is discovered is with himself. And I think we don't, we being younger people, especially we don't see the value in ourselves and therefore we don't pursue ourselves like we pursue other people. And then when summer rolls around, is a perfect example and those people disappear or they're out having fun and you're not that's where you're placed your value right and then that's a void now and you are left with this feeling um i think for a lot of people that it's like talking back to like self-worth like understanding that you have value that's not connected to other people like in and of itself by your 
as a soul human being like you have value to bring to like not only yourself but to the world and you know it's just it's it's a process to like get past that and it's you know it's an everyday struggle and it, it, it Rome wasn't built in a day you just mm. have to keep working at it and like understanding like just finding your inner self and realizing what your purpose is mm -hmm. which goes back to I like that you mentioned meditation um, so that takes a different a lot of different forms for different people I don't really consider myself as someone who meditates under the strict definition of you know sitting down and doing all that stuff but I am someone who will intentionally turn off all of life and all the noise even even if it's re literally turning off my music shutting out my roommates going somewhere quiet um, and forcing myself to address those thoughts um, maybe the recurring ones the ones that keep coming back maybe the ones you don't want to think about um, so you said that you meditate a little bit oh I mean I downloaded the headspace app just to be like you know meditations I know it's good for you yeah. you know it's just like putting it into practice so I'm like I need help like I can't I have like issues with like building habits like once I build the habit though it's really easy so yeah. like I want to build this habit of like meditating every morning you know so what inspired or what like drew you towards because that's a it's not normally a random choice somebody normally is drawn to it well I mean I just want to like better myself I mm -hmm. have a lot of I have a lot of anxious thoughts and like things that run through my mind and like I just wanted time to like sit down and figure out what those were but also like I've meditated in the past infrequently and I know that once you do it you're like especially in the beginning of the day it sets puts you in a right mindset to like go out and like live a positive day instead of just like not leaving your room all day mm -hmm. I think meditation really helps with like understanding your headspace and like just breathing, just like taking time for yourself that we don't really have a lot of like when we're on it, we're just like on Instagram and like Twitter and Facebook or whatever. And just like taking that time is, I felt personally for me would be really beneficial. Mm -hmm. And it was for the time that I was doing it, but then my 10, 10 day trial ended. <laughs> and then you uh, you had to start paying or is it and a then dollar? I stopped, and then I stopped. It's, 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 awful. A, it's a hundred dollars for the whole year. Oh wow. And I'm like, you know what, if I pay the, it's honestly, it's worth it. It's really helpful. Like they teach you how to do, and then there's like like, I feel, like, sad. I'll do the sad meditation. I feel excited. I'll do that one. But it's, I just know that, like, I hadn't built up the habit for it to be worth me spending that $100. Yeah. Well, I really encourage you to pursue any sort of, like, space with yourself, um, even without the app, even without strict meditation or, you know, setting a timer or any of those things. Just understanding where you are is so underrated and to me it's still something that i'm learning but it was the only way that i was able to get out of this this uh what do you call it? like slump um and it was the worst thing about this is and now i'm in a place today where i am so aware of what i'm bringing to the table where i want to go and the realistic um, nature of the pathway to that place i want to go in that it's not a fantasy it's not a dream it's real and it can be real that it makes me so sad that I would sit for a week not solving a problem and let that eat away at the really essentially ticking clock of all of our lives not to get dismal here no, no but please yeah our time is ours is running out right um, so when we fill incessantly our our mind and our our thoughts and our feelings with input from other people without ever addressing what is here you're essentially attaching your train to somebody else's and following their track and totally neglecting what is a completely unique, talented, and amazing track, which is your own life. And that's that part of the article really resonated with me, like setting your own path and like just sticking to it without looking at other people. Cause like, you know, that's something that I consider myself to do, you know, like doing all these things that nobody would expect and just like building your own path. And like, sometimes we'll lose focus of what that is. And then we'll like, hey, like they're doing something different than I am. Just like realizing like what you're doing is your own path and you really sh should just like, kind of tunnel vision that and just like 
do what you do because at the end of the day it's something that you want to do it's something that you decided to do it's something that makes you happy so don't like look look away from your path just yeah. keep going and that plays in or that plays into the third point of the um the way i put it the confused idea of fulfillment um in the idea that i had lost track of the reason why i was doing the things that i was doing so writing or reading or or coaching students or um working for a mentor or whatever it might be or even working a job i hate in order to live in this expensive city because i think this is where i want to be um because i lost track of the reasons and i started looking just like you said i started looking at other people i started looking at the perfect jobs everyone's got and i started looking at the perfect whatever relationship instagram whatever it might be um and i lost track of me again it comes back to losing track of yourself um so there are a ton of different reasons that maybe loneliness might come to a student um but i have a feeling that the way, the, the number one way to begin to solve that is is this time with yourself um and it sounds like you you agree 100% 100% totally even though your trial ended i mean i still i know it's a good thing to do it's just like oh i got to meditate it's just like i don't know getting in the right headspace to do it in the first place it's just it's just tough it's just as i said it's just building habits mm -hmm. you know it's something that's hard for a lot of people to do so you as a leader i know we talked about this last time that you have a specific interest in leadership as well and you're uh the president of the comedy club yes, coming yes. up yes um and you're also a leader of your own life doing your own initiatives and having people look to you and listen to you um do you find the void um ready like readily how how do you say readily available no ready there there's a phrase like nearby right when those sources of affirmation start disappearing 100% that's that's probably why i picked this article mm. because like during the school year i'm like just riding high i'm like this is mm -hmm. great you know all the like all these like people around like i feed off and people's energy it doesn't have to be like directed towards me but just like you know seeing people having fun like doing their thing like that just like motivates me as well like seeing other people do their things and when that stops it's just like it's tough in the summer and lately these past 2 weeks um it's just been like it has been readily available it's just like every moment where i'm just like with my own thoughts not like sitting down with my, like i'll be scrolling instagram but i'll have these thoughts in my head it's like me not sitting down and addressing what those thoughts are that really makes the void always there mm -hmm. and you try to fill it with something else either validation from someone who needs you or somebody who you know you can I don't want to say lord it over but when you're needed by someone it's very easy to be in a position of power which then imbues right. you with that sense of yeah, meaning. Yeah. And when um, that ends all at once in the summertime like it's just like f trying to go find those things or because you're like so sad and down you don't even go out and find those things that makes it even harder to get out of that tunnel you just I'll be I'll just be like oh, I'll just wait it out till the fall yeah. which is very not healthy cuz fall is a long time away. Yeah. Well I I want to be really clear that um I, I meet with a lot of people, and they're like, "Oh, how do you do these things?" And then I see them start; their eyes start glazing over when I talk about the results. But the process is human. Like I am, I am a student. Well, now I guess I've graduated, but I am You're a student a, of life. I'm a student of life. Yeah, it's, it should be in my LinkedIn bio. <laughs> I am just like everyone else. I struggle with the same things, um, which means that when I write about something that's inspiring, or when we talk about something like this, it's because we are experiencing it too, right? And I think. acknowledging that that it's it's a it's a problem that other people deal with as well is the first step to beginning to think that you can conquer it that you can overcome it um, and that's I mean, that's probably why I picked this article I'm like wow like this resonates a lot and if if more people like see stuff like this that you know it's like maybe not taboo but it's just like not talked about enough even though they always like feel these types of way they just don't see other people experiencing these things and I think 
seeing that will also like make them feel if not motivate them to do stuff know that there are other people out there who are experiencing the same things right well when was the last time you talked about loneliness in a real way not in like a funny way with someone never i mean well not now i just can't remember probably right. neither can i and that's that's actually i contacted you a couple of weeks ago because i thought it was an interesting topic because exactly why i didn't want to talk about it because my first reaction was no that's something you don't talk about that's right. something you close up and you smile and you do whatever you can to not let other people think that you feel that way and i think the second point you wrote because i hide in busyness ties back to that too like when you really don't want to talk about these things you know, you're like, hey, how are you doing when you should be saying, like, you know, I've been feeling a little down lately and blah, blah, blah. You just say, oh, yeah, I've just been really busy. I've been I've been doing a lot, you know, just to, like, not talk about these big issues. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is so crippling. It's like um, tying yourself up and then being confused as to why you can't move when you were the one who tied yourself up. Okay. All right. Let's let's talk a little bit about the um, the idea of actually going through and solving it, because we can talk all about. You know, I feel great today, so I don't need to feel like it's a vulnerable topic. But there was a time a couple of weeks ago when I had to force myself to wake up, to force myself to close YouTube or Netflix or whatever it was. So much YouTube, dude. Oh so my. much YouTube. So many Shark Tank best of videos, Chef's Kitchen video, or uh, mm -hmm. Hell's Kitchen, mm -hmm. just all these random videos. Do you know what my thing is? What? Fail videos. <laughs> Can you see that? I don't like know what it comps. is. Uh, yeah, fail comps or win comps if I'm feeling really like, you know, down. I need to. Win comps to bring you up. Yeah, or the compilations of both, like you mix them. <laughs> um, but no, for real, like I waste, I think I, I, I don't know dozens of hours in a week right, yeah, when it's yeah. a bad week yeah, yeah. Um, as a way to drown it out. So the first thing, like we've talked about, is that is that creating that space for understanding that there is a, a problem that you can pinpoint, right? So here are a couple of reasons that we've talked about. Busyness, um, relying on others for value, and then not understanding uh, what fulfillment means to you because you get to decide what that is, right? So good grades is fulfillment to some people. A lot of relationships is fulfillment to some people. Being in nature, fulfillment for some people. For me, it's uh, working with students, working with my peers in helping them open their eyes to certain things, writing, which I'm not getting paid for that. Right. You know, and it's, it's hard. I hate it sometimes. It's awful. And it's very well written. So I'm like, well, like how oh, long stop. does it take this guy to write this? Oh, this? stop. No, no, no. No, really, actually. <laughs> well, as of right now, most of it gets written in my boxes at 7 a.m. before it. breakfast. I feel it. Yeah. Before breakfast? You work before you eat breakfast? There, there's this new thing I'm trying where... Um, and it's, it's, this comes out of the period of loneliness where I, I said, you know what I need to do? I need to start changing habits. Mm -hmm. um, I need to start breaking the habits and then focus on the feeling better part. Right. Um, and one of them was I wake up first thing, grab the phone, right? And of you check, check all you the notifications. You flip over your sheets, where's my phone? Exactly. Yeah, well, that's the terrifying part. But you, you check who pinged me, who sent me that, who, you know, who's doing this. And you might spend 15, 20 minutes. And then you roll out and then you slowly blah, blah, blah. And then I, I was actually thinking about that. And I thought, what a way to start the most beautiful thing of waking up every morning to a new day what a way to waste that right to imbue yourself with that sense of kind of already longing for something you don't have interesting mm. so i started um writing right in the morning which is that's kind of a little tangent what time do you wake up every morning and is it the same time so i have one of those apps that does the period mm -hmm. you know uh it, you set it next to yourself and like it's, your rem cycles and stuff yes exactly i don't know if it actually works especially in la with all the noise um but supposedly it works I set it for um, between 6.30 and 7, and then it normally wakes me up like 6.58. Um, and then now, as of right now, I force myself to get up, sit in front of my desk, and even if I sit there for 20 minutes and nothing is typed, I'll have started my day with discipline, um, which I never would do this before. This is a new thing for me, but it is so rewarding because for the rest of their day, you did the hardest thing. 
uh, you did the most difficult thing that was going to weigh on your mind the whole day, which is another thing with the loneliness. When you have those weights on your mind, it's like trying to swim holding these giant weights. You're never going to be able to reach the surface. So start getting rid of the weights early on in the day, right? So writing, I expressed myself. I got something big off my chest. I felt better. I felt motivated. I was able to turn the YouTube off or not even open the YouTube right away. Um, reading is something that I've been really forcing myself to do. It replaces... Uh, so scroll time. If I have a book with me and I feel the desire to scroll, I'll try to pull the book out instead, even if I don't really absorb any of the information in the book. Um, so there are a ton of things, and I'm sure you have. Yeah, working out in the morning is probably like if the days where I worked out in the morning, it, the day just feels like I could accomplish so much more. Yeah, because like yeah, as you said, that really like doing the hardest thing first gets like the weight, like the thing of your mind, like oh, am I gonna like work out today? Like just doing that in the morning. Or whatever, like meditating in the morning is like mm -hmm. very, very helpful. Which I really like the idea of um, working towards these things that you have faith in that are going to produce good results. So doing something you really value, working out, writing, whatever it may, might be, in faith that it's going to change your attitude towards life in that specifically talking about loneliness, right? Um, so when I was feeling really lonely, it wasn't like, oh, I need to feel better. I tried this for a little while. I need to feel better. So let me just defeat those thoughts you know yeah it's concentrate, hard concentrate. it's hard but doing things real things that you know will influence how you feel like doing the hard things in the morning is so wonderful and it just it, it you can only know how great it feels by just doing it and mm -hmm. like it's just it's the it's again it all ties back to the habits just building and also breaking habits like um, oh my goodness yeah i i don't know if i don't know if, like i stopped smoking weed recently and that's been like a big habit like it's always the first three days are really hard. And mm. then after that, it's like, it's just easy to do, right? And like, you know, to, to, has it changed my life better or worse? I don't know, I'm still figuring it out. But it's just like breaking habits is something that's really important to building habits. You yeah. gotta get rid of these things to build these other things. Yeah, that, I mean, for me, it was it was definitely binge watching whatever the fail videos or whatever it was. Cause it was this, it used to be video games back when I had a console. Um, it's just a method of for me, completely shutting out the noise in my head, which I know I need oh, to yeah. solve, yeah. but I want to get rid of it. And maybe like weed is a similar feeling. Oh, like yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. The numbing, the kind of, you close it up in a nice little ball and you throw it over there. And you don't right. And then like, it. once you don't have that, it's like, there's a lot of stuff on your mind. Like everything just hits you at once. Mm -hmm. All like, like the void or whatever. It's more apparent now that you don't have these, have these like mind numbing things that like don't allow you to think about all the bad and sometimes you just have to think about the bad in order to, like, find solutions mm -hmm. to get rid of it. Oh, 100%. Except, uh, so in the article I was talking about um, when you have, like, a cut on your foot and you ignore it, it's not going to help the cut. When you're driving with your emergency brake on and you ignore it, it's not going to lift the emergency brake and make you drive better. When you're lonely or you're feeling those feelings, burying them or covering them up or not addressing them for what they are, like, you feel shitty. It, that's okay. Right. Like, you are human. And... Everyone feels this way, even if they smile really big. Everyone has those moments. Admitting that there's a problem is the only way to solve that problem. 100%. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I, I'm going to pose you a question. Okay. So in this scenario, you've got a parachute. You know, it's brand new. <laughs> or you have this parachute that people just, like, punch a, 
bunch of holes into. You know, which one would you rather use? <laughs> the <laughs> bunch of bunch of holes in, according to my logic. Hey, I have analogies. Is that in this article? Yeah, it's it? at the bottom. You don't you say patch it back up, but that's still. Well, I wrote it, and then and then I was like, well, okay, so here's here's a decision that I made a long time ago. Just do it and let people criticize. Where did you get or, that one from? I don't know. It's like Adidas. One of my shoes that I wear. <laughs> Just do it and let people criticize you. Jeff Bezos says, just do it and let them sue you. Like, there's a mentality of don't waste your emotional value, every, anything on worrying about those things. So same thing on a small scale with these analogies. So with the goals, um, I think we were talking about goals with that. One of the things that I know is helps with this, this sense of loss of value, which is part of the loneliness, is being more vocal with your goals um, or with the things that you think. Because if they are crap, you don't know that until somebody tells you. If they are golden, you don't know that until somebody else has told you. So why in the world would you not talk about them in either scenario? Because if they're golden, wow, that's encouraging. Somebody's going to love you for it. If they're crap, you're going to jump out of a, uh, an airplane <laughs> with a parachute with holes in it. But <laughs> switching right. the analogy around. Yeah. Um, so that's something that I've been, I've been trying to be fearless in. Somebody emailed me the other day and they said, uh, and I was feeling awful. Like I was, I was. I don't even know why I was checking my email between YouTube videos. I went over to Chrome instead of Safari because YouTube is on Safari for me. And Chrome you finished is all like the comps, dude. I, I literally have finished all the Shark Tank comps on. I'm not I swear to God. Yeah, they'll start replaying, and, and you're I'm, like, I've seen, seen it. I've seen, seen it. Every seen single it. one. Yep. You know it's bad when you recognize the person falling off the slide <laughs> and like the animation that happens in the fail video from a year ago. Anyway, um, so they emailed me and they asked me a very blunt question. I think to challenge me, they said. Uh, you know, what are your what are your goals for the next 10 years and why do you, how do you want to change the world? It's like, this is a ridiculous question. I don't want to answer this question. And I sat down and I was like, just do it. Just like Nike told me. Just do it. And even if it's embarrassing, it doesn't matter. Just embarrass yourself. And I wrote something out and I took the time to write it out in spite of my feelings. And they replied and they were like, wow, this is phenomenal. I can't believe you thought about it this way, blah, blah, blah. And I was so encouraged at having said something that I believed in and somebody like lifted it up. And that helped. That, that feels that's a great feeling. Oh, amazing! I don't know. Do you write your goals or send them to people? Or? I, I, you know, it's that I will, I will do that now. There's a lot of things that I'm gonna, I tell myself that I'm gonna start doing, but I think this is something that I will pick up because, like, I don't really have like I don't. Well, at least I don't know until I start sit, sitting down and writing them down. Is like, what are my goals? Yeah. I just kind of like go through life, just trying to like, just trying to like move forward like just doing things that will propel me forward yeah not really towards a specific direction and i think the thing that you like put ma making these small go goals like when you achieve them you'll be like all right that's something that i accomplished towards my goal yeah and i think having stuff like that is really helpful um i ha i've i've started doing this thing where like i'll do 10 minutes of creative writing a day Ooh. just to like build myself it's it's mainly for my stand-up just because i've been like i haven't got well in the past in the past I started going recently, but like, I just would stop going because I just feel so down. It's like something that I would do all the time, and now that I have a lot of free time, it's like something that I should be doing. It's mm -hmm. like it's like who I am, you know. So like, just sitting down, like it's just hard to sit down and like write stuff. But I've just been like, okay, ten minutes every day, even if nothing comes out of it, it's like mm -hmm. I've sat down and I've written whatever is in my head that I would, you know, I could use on stage or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think. Like, you know, it doesn't have to, I can do, I can use that writing time, make it, maybe make it a little bit bigger, maybe like 30 minutes, 20 minutes and like do other stuff. That's not like creative writing, just mm -hmm. like, fo like just writing about my thoughts and stuff. Did you see me writing in my notebook? Yeah. Time? What were you writing? Uh, I started a new page 
Guess what it says at the top of the page? Furcon. It says Furcon. And you know what it says right below it? What? Needs to write goals. Please. And I'm going to check in with God you. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have said that. I'm serious. And I love what you're saying about the 10 minutes at least once a day. Yeah. That is so massive because that's it comes again back to the loneliness thing. I was living days without taking a single step forward, and it was killing me. It's like, you know, standing in front of the dinner table being starving and hating yourself for not eating, but it's like you can literally just take a step yeah. forward and yeah. eat a little bit, and you'll feel so much better. I wasn't doing anything in any of the days, and so I forced myself. I said, I'm going to sit down. Something. I'm going to write. I don't care how long I'm going to write. I'm going to sit here until some words come out. So I wrote, and I, I started on this loneliness article. I wrote, loneliness, uh, it's a problem in the title. And then I, you know, tap, tab, or, or is it enter, enter? And I wrote, uh, I am lonely, period. And just write, write, writing like, that out. Yeah. And then now I have a, a piece of paper, you know, a virtual piece of paper with a title and a heading and something has started. Right. And I typed like a little bit more that day. And then I went home feeling better than I had felt in days and in, in a week. And the next day I had a, I had a little bit of momentum, right? So I sat down and I wrote a little bit more. And then as I picked things back up, almost like a train moving slowly, things started picking back up. And it, that confidence came back to start addressing these problems of placing my value in other people, being busy. You know, people ask me, oh, what are you doing? Oh, Jeremiah, you're so busy. You know, you make us all look bad. If, you're, if you get caught up in the busyness and you like to hear people tell you that, then there's probably an underlying problem you're not addressing. And there was for me. And it was this place of value in other people. Um, Wow, so that's that's phenomenal. I, I I really want to see some of this creative writing of yours, by the way. <laughs> maybe 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 in the fall, like I don't know. We'll see. I really tend not to invite my friends to my stand-up shows because the one time I did it, I'd only done it like seven times. And uh -huh. I was like, hey guys, all my friends, like let's. I'm a comedian now. Let's let's go watch me on stage. And I bombed the hardest I've ever bombed in my entire. I forgot all my material. Hmm. I got one joke in at the end, so like that was like, all right, at least I got something. Was but, it just storytelling the whole time? Or um, I don't. It's just like a couple bits, like you know, a one minute bit, two minute bit. So I was like, I've only done stand up seven times, and I got so I was I was doing fairly well. I was like, I'm a big shot, like come on. And then like five of my friends just watched me bomb on stage. That's on me. But so ever since then, I've like stopped like bringing people out to comedy shows. But I, I, the thing that you said about like, it's just doing one productive thing a day i feel like it's something that's just doing one because that's like it's not it's like it's not hard to do but also there will be there'll be days where i'll be like all right i'm gonna do this 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 and this and then i just don't end up doing anything mm. and that makes me just feel so much like i like look back at my day i'm like what i do today mm -hmm. nothing like i can't name one thing that i did that was productive and that really puts you more in a funk so just like just being like one thing. I'm gonna do one productive thing a day. It doesn't really matter what it is. Just going out and like maybe it's like the creative writing thing. Like that mm -hmm. that you did one thing. That's something to look back back on. And be like, all right, I did something today. Maybe because you did that, you feel better, and you want to do more stuff. Mm -hmm. You know. So I think that's something that's really important that people. You know, it's a habit that you could pick up. It's not too difficult. Just doing one. You're already probably doing one thing a day. Just acknowledging that you did something productive, I think, is something that's really important for a lot of people. Yeah, the the perspective on what you're doing, too. I met with someone the other day, and they were talking about how they're doing all these things in their life, but they aren't taking steps towards uh, what their goals are, their dreams are, partly because they're having trouble defining or articulating what those are. Um, but then they said, I'll have a day where I'll get home from work, I'll get home from whatever, and, and I'll feel awful because I didn't do anything valuable, quote-unquote. Um, I'm paraphrasing. And... I said, well, what about working to survive? Like that is such an essential part of life. Even if you're 
you know, cleaning toilets or dishes, whatever. I've done it. I've done it all. And all of it was contributing to who I am as a person because I'm living and I need to pay for things. So perspective on those things for, you know, I did menial work for somebody that I respect. Okay, well, that person, you now have a little bit more value in their eyes. So even if you hated the work, you took a step in the right direction. But it takes that mindset shift of understanding the value in what you're doing, no matter what it is. Like I missed the bus today in Brentwood and I got stuck in Brentwood, which isn't a place, bad place to get stuck, obviously, but it does suck waiting 30 minutes for right. the next bus. Yeah. And instead of being like, I, I used to cuss about these things and like, you know, oh, woe is me. I immediately is tried your, to think Is that your it. version of a cuss word? Woe is, woe me. is me. No, that comes at the end. That's like okay. my poetic self. Okay. <laughs> it comes out like Drake and then I say, woe is me. <laughs> Actually, that's another thing. I, I started writing poems the other day, too, so that's, that's actually interesting. We can talk about that later okay. um, as one of my creative outlets. Um, but it's, it's that uh, men mindset of understanding where you are and seeing the value in it no matter what it is. So I got stuck. I got to listen to another podcast, and I found this lady. Uh, her name is uh, Coach Dar is what they call her. her Dar, Darlena something. I don't know what it is. I have to go look at it later. But I listened to her talk for 20 minutes instead of taking the bus, and she inspired me so much with her outlook on life, with her way of growing, etc. And that only happened because I was able to take my mind out of the gutter of, you know, woe is me, my terrible vocabulary, the gutter of, you know, I missed the bus, I got to feel bad about myself, whatever it is. So at the end of your day, even if you didn't, you know, contact 20 people and send out those emails and write the title of your new book you're going to write, think about what you did do and work around it in a way that is beneficial to who you are. Uh, that's just it's a mental thing for people to it's just you know got it's it's the switch as you said it's something that could easily be done is just taking the mental initiative to like do it mm. mental initiative i like that i'm gonna i'm gonna take that from please you. title of an article Ment <laughs> well i guess the last thing uh, do you have any last parting thoughts before uh, we especially uh, about loneliness thoughts uh, uh if anybody's listening that's lonely feel free to reach out um to me I'm going to do a little quick little plug, if you don't mind. Please do. Um, my Instagram's at FurkanYalcin, F-U-R-K-A-N-Y-A-L-C-I-N. Send me a DM or, like, find me on Facebook, message me. It's it's important to realize that you're, like, even if you do feel alone, first of all, that's okay. You, you can feel alone, and that's perfectly fine. Um, and just, like, try and, you know, do the mental initiative of, like, just trying to realize that you are lonely, first of all. It's really important to realize that you're lonely or you're sad or you're depressed or you're anxious or whatever feelings that you're feeling acknowledge those feelings and then just do something mm. do anything you know mm. just do something that will address that i feel like i don't know i'm just mental spew of words right now but i, I, th I think this has more. been a great conversation for people that if they're this has been a great conversation for me you know i feel like i've learned a lot and i'm still learning you know as life goes on it's rome wasn't built in a day you know that's, that's a quote that i came up with and i think it really applies a lot of people have been using it i haven't been getting credit for it but <laughs> I'll let that slide. I I really, really admire you for um, putting yourself out there for people. And I echo exactly what you're saying. And I think people, if you're listening to this and, you're, and you feel like, oh, maybe I should reach out, and then you get that urge to not do it, to shut it down, that's right when I was writing this article. That was the urge. Everyone knows that urge. But you're going to love and be surprised and just love the way that even just putting it out there, if you wrote the words, I am lonely, it's putting it out there. Yeah. You're accepting it. You're embracing it. And that's the only way for things to change. So feel free to reach out to either one of us. There are real steps that can be taken. You're not alone. Um, and really, I mean, you can be the most popular person, have the most friends, have the most connections, and still be lonely. 
um, and it, that's okay. Here, here, I will say this. There, there are people like that. Like, I feel like you and me fall into this category. Like, people who you see and you're like, these people are doing great. These people are so strong. These people are out there. Those are the people that you probably should check up on and be like, hey, how are you doing? Because most of the time, like, people like us or people like that are, you know, doing exactly what's going on in this article. Like, they're just, like, like trying to help people, and that's where they – you know, get maybe not self worth, but like that's where they feel like they're doing something positive, and like the, people like that, it's it's you know they they bring so much to your world and the community and spaces that like you know it's important to check up on people like that. I could not agree more. I don't know how many times I have stood with someone with a big smile on my face talking about how busy I am. One of the points, and they say, "Oh, well, that's amazing." And I talk about the people I'm talking to, and like I was talking to you earlier, I was at this networking event, etc. And they go, "Oh, that's amazing," and then they get that kind of sad look on their face, and I'm like dying inside because I know how untrue that image is. Like I'm just a vulnerable, yeah. weak, broken person. And they see me sometimes when I present myself in this way as this like something to aspire to, et cetera, as an unachievable vision. Right. It's like, no, even those people, the people that you think are so amazing, they're feeling the same thing as you. We're all just human. We're all just like living through life. We're all dumb. We're all stupid. You know, we're just trying to figure it out. I could not agree more. Well, that is a perfect place to wrap this up. <laughs> Thank you so much for letting me come down and record this with you and for having this conversation with me. I was so thrilled when you chose loneliness. <laughs> I gave you like eight topics to choose from and I you know, sent them in an email. And then when you came back with, let's talk about loneliness, I, I was saying, so excited. I looked at all the options and I was like, I'm probably going to end up picking loneliness. I did read through <laughs> all of them. They're all really good like articles that we could talk about any of them. But I feel like, you know what, I'm, this is something that I'm going through. And like, it, it'd be good to like let other people know that this is something that I'm going through and it's okay to go through it. Mm. I couldn't agree more. And now, out of this conversation, I'm going to be checking up with oh you on goodness. your goals that you write them out and also your 10 minutes of creative writing that's going to turn into 20 minutes. <laughs> um, and then let's have another conversation sometime yeah, about one please. of these things. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming out. Uh, this is the JLB Podcast, Conversations to Expand the Mind. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs>